Yeah. Okay. I just don't uh, want you to come in like difference, super, okay. super hot. I know, Turk. I'm sorry. I don't have a mixer. Anyway, let's get on with it. Hi, guys. How was this week? <laughs> Howdy. Hi, hi, guys. Uh, oh, Bobby hello. noted. We got you. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, what is it, February 15th? We're, we're past the day of love. Did everybody have a It's good always day a day of love around here. Always. Holy shit. Bobby was so ready to say that. As soon as I've, I I've, I've said past, it so many times. He was like, nope. No, 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 right, no. I like Always. It. Every day is a day of love, he says. Yeah. Know. See, he's wrong. It's weird with this week that my, my wife, she told me when we first started dating that she doesn't celebrate Valentine's Day, and it's the best thing ever. I don't have oh. to get any gifts, nothing. She was like, what's, she's no, like, that's, what? That's not real, right? No, 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 it's, it's literally real. I thought it wasn't real the first year and I got her something and she got like upset with me. She's like, I wait, told you, wait, I don't, I don't wait. celebrate Valentine's Day. Ryan's weird agreement with his wife or Valentine's Day isn't real. Which one? No, Ryan's <laughs> wife saying I don't celebrate Valentine's Day is her testing him to see how much he actually cares about her. No, 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 no. I, I actually got her stuff the first year and she got mad. So... I was like, all right, I'm not doing it anymore. And she's like, yes, that is perfectly fine. Don't do it. She's like, there's no reason that <laughs> one day should... you gave her a really bad gift. <laughs> that one day should be devoted to love. Every day you, should be devoted did, to love. What did you get her? A box of shotgun shells? Or, I mean... <laughs> a box of spent shotgun shells. I, yeah, I got <laughs> her like... Just the shells. Not, they weren't loaded. They're just the shells. I got one of those, like, life-size teddy bears. Like, I thought he was three things say, of flowers. I'm sitting right here. Like, Hey, 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 hey. hey. Uh, Doctor Doctor Soft Clothes. <laughs> doctor Soft Clothes. That's the new I got my PhD since last week, guys. If anybody's interested, Doctor Soft Clothes does parties. Oh my so. god. <laughs> Nerdybits at gmail.com. Business is open. It's so uh, that's not the email. Thank God I'm not gonna get those emails because you just gave them the not. wrong address. I know it's not. So that's what that feels I didn't like. Say it. <laughs> so that's what that feels like oh shit well everybody it's thursday february 5th it's friday february 15th mm. uh it's been an interesting week um and like it's almost as if we know what we're doing because the the topic plan for this week really plays up what happened this week in terms of news yeah um but before we get there um, I want to. I, I realize we don't introduce ourselves, so everybody who's listening who's never listened or who's watching and has never watched, I'm Lubwub, uh, Caleb, one of your hosts. Um, everybody, go around and introduce yourselves. Start with uh, uh, Bobby. Who you be? Uh, hey, what's up? My name's Bobby. Uh, I go by Lumberjack Smack on most gaming platforms, and uh, I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. Happy to be here. <laughs> Ryan, let's introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I uh, I'm Sergeant Sodium, uh, streaming on Twitch. Play Xbox. That's what I be. Long time listener, first time caller. You, uh, you, hold on. I just want to I just want to call out that Ryan follows up first time caller, long time listener with that's what I be. That's what I be. <laughs> Every group needs an asshole, and here I am, hyperglass. You can find me right there, everywhere it counts. <laughs> everywhere it counts. Anyway. I thought you were calling. I thought you were calling Sarge the asshole. <laughs> no, no, every I, that would. I take that role with pride, boys. He's I the would. he's the he's the stinky one. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah. I didn't talk about with with you guys before this uh, stream today, Uh-oh. but we do have a surprise guest hmm? that I brought with me. And I, it's and his I dignity. Guys, Ladies and gentlemen, you found his dignity. 
<laughs> no, we we got a new guest though. <laughs> if you um, introduce if you introduce your hookah. No. You guys you guys ready? You guys ready? Did you get a puppy? Oh. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? <laughs> we got Mr. Bob Ross joining us on stream. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, I went to go get new hookah mm. shit today, and they decided to have this by the front door. And as I was leaving, I looked at the guy and said, "I need this." I didn't want it. I needed it, and I was like, <laughs> "You know what? He's he's coming on stream with us today." So, um, oh, sorry if you guys are uh, not happy with it, but it's happening. So, I mean. If you guys didn't, you can't get him to stand up, but whatever. Got it, man. He was earlier. He said a little bit too much of that hookah. Bob, Bob Ross had trouble standing yeah. up. Without Hold on, Bobby. Is Bob way. Ross your alter alter? Man, game? you see, I ain't got no damn hair. <laughs> That's why it's your alter ego. You put on a wig. Oh man, if I had that wig, shit, I'd be so tall. <laughs> damn it! It was standing up just fine so earlier. And now it ruins the this whole This is a stream. So, sodium stands up Bob Ross. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic radio visual. Yeah, everyone's really getting the uh, the idea of what's happening for, here. For those of While... you who don't know or are new tonight, this audio does go up on Mondays. Like, we actually post this to all the services, so it goes wide. So, come check it out. Yeah, because because this will be the best audio you've ever listened to. Yep. Uh, anyway, while to hold him while Sarge is holding Bob Ross tenderly, um, what did you, what? Did, oh my God! I'm just gonna hold him. What did y'all do right this week? So we can get into this. What did y'all do this week? It was fun. Bought, bought Bob Ross stand up. <laughs> cool. Um, moving on. <laughs> Are you gonna say played Apex? That's exactly what I was gonna say. Played. Apex. All the Apex. All Bobby, the Apex. Bobby, what'd you do? Uh, I made some crab legs. That was legit. Oh, yeah. Did you steal some uh, crab leg crunchers from... Um, no, I, I didn't steal leg? the crunchers. Uh, I think that's the actual term for them. Uh, I got the little shimmy thing that you get. Like the little plastic, like, half claw, like... Yeah, the yeah, shim. Yeah, I got... I got one of those. The ones that like specifically the, say like the property of of Joe's Crab Shack. I got a couple of those. My yeah. wife and I have a joke every time we, we cause that's what we do for Valentine's Day. We we make crab at home, uh, and so was it a dope. was it a toothbrush that you guys just kind of I yeah I filed it down and then I I, I stabbed the crab Jesus. with my filed down toothbrush. <laughs> Crabby, Crabby stabby. All right. Uh, my wife and I for Valentine's Day, which we did this today. Oh, we've ruined Ryan. He left the camera. Anyway, um, my wife and I are going to Scotland in like six weeks. End of April, I think. Yep, that's it. Um, because her grandmother is from Scotland. And so my wife, for her birthday, wanted to... She called it pregame. <laughs> so we went to Scottish Arms, uh, a Scottish place in St. Louis for dinner. And that was dope. We had scotch eggs and... Haggis fritters, nice. all sorts of good stuff. Um, so that's what we did today. That's awesome. Uh, but we hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did everybody in this group play Apex this week. I know Eric's the only one that said it, but did everybody play? Yeah, Apex? I, I, I brought Eric down a little bit uh, playing it. I was some dead fucking weight, <laughs> is what I was. No, 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 no. dead no. weight. <laughs> uh, no, as 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 good as Eric is at shooters, that game frustrates me beyond belief. <laughs> Good. He's humble, everybody. He's humble. Yep. Um, how many wins did everybody earn this week? Not enough. I don't, even, I don't think I had any this week. Uh, 
We won together, didn't we? Did you? Wasn't that this week? <laughs> Dude, the game's only been out for a week. Yeah, then we won this week. Okay. All right, since... since. <laughs> it's only been out I've, Wait a minute, it's only Wednesday. <laughs> I think I've had in between like 15 and 20, I think, this since it's launched. Oh, this launch. guy plays a lot. I do. I've had, yeah, I've, oh, not since launch. I meant like since we talked about it last. Oh, well... No, he said like, since launch. Not lunch. Oh, I thought we were talking about lunch. I got really excited there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Bobby's soft like, clothes and oh my god! Legs. It's a lunch party, not a lunch You'll party. never convince me otherwise. Yo, are we all going to act like that Nintendo Direct didn't happen this week, though? <sighs> oh, yes, we So, are. hang on, hang on. We're going to oh, jump wait. right into news because we're going to let Bobby talk about the Direct. And for everybody that's watching or listening later, we apologize. Until this point, we haven't had anybody who cares about Nintendo. So, Bobby, take it away. Uh, so, there was a Nintendo Direct this week that was supposed to be focusing primarily on Fire Emblem. But they dropped some fucking bombshells. Uh, for those of you who are excited about Fire Emblem, uh, Three Houses, that has gotten pushed back to July 26th. Um, I've only played a handful of those games that looks pretty neat. Like, it's got some neat style to it. But uh, people that I know that are really into that series are not so happy about some of the changes they're making with that game. Uh, one game that was announced that nobody was expecting was a Super Mario Maker 2 uh, for the Switch, which is really exciting. So that game came out on the Nintendo Wii U, and you've probably seen all those like crazy, ridiculous Mario levels that are just like hell on earth that people build. Uh, I am, I've never played that. Uh, I had gotten rid of my Wii U by the time that game was in some popularity, and uh, I am excited to dive into it. Um, you want to know a fun story yeah, real quick? Can please. I interrupt you for yeah. a hair? Um, this is kind of unconfirmed as much as it... Yeah, this is it'll make sense. Um, so the company I just stopped working for, Pixel Press, um, makes a game where you create your own video games, and they're all old school side scrollers like the original Mario games. Guess who they pitched that game before they made it themselves? Who? Nintendo. Oh, really? And Nintendo said no, and a year later, fucking Mario Maker came out. Damn. So I don't Get your know. Get tinfoil out, but. folks. <laughs> Tinfoil hats. Um, you guys mentioned you Go mentioned ahead, Battle Royale games earlier. Uh, let me tell you about one that Nintendo announced. It is a f- Tetris 99. If you have a Nintendo Online account, you get this game free. Uh, it is fucking bonkers. Uh, if you like Tetris, if you like Battle Royale, why are you wasting your time? Get in there and get playing it. Uh, How does Tetris have a Battle Royale? It, dude, it is, it's <laughs> fucking application. It's fucking wild. It is so crazy how they do it. Um, I love Tetris. I think it's the greatest puzzle game of all time. Don't at me, as my friend Eric would say. Um, but with that, uh, there's a bunch of other shit they announced. The one that like I'm like just over the moon about right now, though, is they're remaking uh, Link's Awakening, which was a Game Boy game that came out like you know 30 plus years ago. And they're doing a brand new style. It looks fucking charming. Ooh, it, it looks so it looks good. Looks so good. It looks so good. Um, I lost my shit. Like I had. I had no idea. I thought for sure they would port something like Skyward Sword or something like... Which, I mean, I'm happy they didn't in comparison. But I had no idea they would be doing a ground-up remake of Link's Awakening. So, uh, I know that I share this enthusiasm with only myself in this group. But I am a Nintendo guy. Uh, always have been, always will be. And there were some really cool things that they, they talked about this past week. 
if, uh, there's, if there's a lull at some point this year and I have some money stashed away, I would love to get into Nintendo. I just feel like I'm so far behind. I was never a Nintendo kid. Bobby and I have talked about this. Like, I had a Sega. And because I had a Sega, like, that's all I played. And uh, I've, like, I'm just not, an, I've never played old Nintendo games. I've never played a single Zelda, except for Ocarina of Time. I've never played Metroid. I've never played, I've just, I've, I missed all that shit. Man, it's good. I missed it all. It's really good. Yeah, I'll uh, we we'll, I'll connect with you if I can figure that out, Bobby. Okay. we'll we'll have to get this done. Eric, you were about to say something. We cut you off. I I was just gonna say um, I I don't like being painted in the corner of I'm not a Nintendo guy. I just happen to not have a Nintendo product right now. This is the first generation of Nintendo products I haven't owned yet. Um, can you be a Nintendo guy and not own a Nintendo product? I, well, I don't, I'm a I I haven't got a PlayStation Four yet either. I, don't, I haven't had a reason to buy one yet. I have a Game Boy. Does that count? Yes. I have a 3DS uh, that's it. been literally dead for like a year. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I've got a whole thing that got washed think, in the washer, and I'm stuck on a Friday, and the ferry comes on Saturday, so I can't really do much. Wait, Eric, you don't have God of War and Spider-Man aren't reasons to buy a PS4? Horizon no. Zero Dawn wasn't a reason to buy a PS4? I didn't say I didn't have a reason to buy a PS4. I haven't ever had a reason to buy a Nintendo yet. You said you said I don't have a PS4 either. I no, just no, don't no, have yeah, a reason I, but yet. The, the comments got lumped together and they didn't mean to be. Um, I don't have a PS4 yet because I just don't have a PS4 yet. I haven't. There's always been something else I wanted to play that stopped me from buying them. I want to play God of War. I want to play Horizon. I want to play Spider-Man. But there's always just been something else yeah. keeping my time and or money. You know, mortgage, two kids, wife, these, these things. Yeah, <laughs> you know the things. Uh, so the, yeah. Uh, Bobby was no man. That was it was just a, it was an awesome direct. Uh, they put out two demos this week. You can play uh, Yoshi's uh, Island for Switch. You can. It's not called that, but that's what it is. They got a demo for that, and then there's this really cool um, like Gundam game that came out. Uh, there's a demo for that as well. Yep. So those are things. Gundam. Is it actually Gundam or is it like? Um, mechs. It's a mech game. I'm. It's okay. a, it's really cool looking. Like it's. I don't like the way it plays, but it looks really pretty. Is it the game that came out on 3DS? No. Remember that? Remember that mech game? That game was kind of cool. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but I remember what you're talking about. Okay, all right, cool. I played that game. That's why I had my 3DS. I still own the 3D. I just need to find it. Um, sweet. Yeah. So I'm. I, I make it sound like I don't like Nintendo, and that's not the case. It used to be, but I actually really appreciate what they are now because I've matured and I'm an adult. Um, oh wait, yeah. hold on. Were you one of those Sega like like? Drew the line in the sand. Sega does what Nintendo. I'm, I'm I'm a Sega. Yeah, Sega does what Nintendo. Exactly where I was going with that. I, I wasn't that. I wasn't okay. that. My being a, a Sega kid is entirely predicated. I'm a victim of my circumstances. Um, I got a Sega Genesis when I was like seven, I think six or seven, um, and that was just the first system I got. And then after that, uh, I got a, the literally the next system I got after that was a PlayStation. So like. The Sega is just all I had for like f- four years. Um, yeah, nice. <clears throat> I don't. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not an asshole about it. I don't think. Maybe I am. People tell me. Um, sorry. So that's uh, the Nintendo Direct stuff is dope. A lot of people are super excited. And that that uh, what's that link? Link's game? Awakening. What's that called? Link's Awakening looks fucking amazing. Yeah, it looks so good. Um, I, they keep they they keep adding stuff that makes me want to play. And I want to buy a Switch. Um, maybe someday I'll convince my wife to let me own a third. I mean, the, the Legend of Zelda series is my absolute favorite series in gaming. Um, so, like, 
it gets bonus points just on principle alone for me. So like I yeah. was blown away that they ended the show with that. See, I played um, Hyperlight Drifter a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and I'm if I haven't talking if I haven't already talked about this, I'll eat my shoe. Um, but uh, I played Hyperlight Drifter, and I was like, man, this game's super dope. And all my friends were like, yeah, it's just like the old Zeldas. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no frame of reference. Um, and then going back and like actually looking at them, I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's a there's a border, there's a divide of like uh, content that I'm. Uh, if you go back far enough, you'll find that line where I started paying attention. Um, but anyway, that's a whole other conversation. We got a bunch of news to give you guys before we get into our topic. And like uh, of the news weeks, this week's pretty mixed in terms of like positive and negative. So to lead off, we're going to start with some positive because. We can't stop talking about Apex because it's been drawing our attention for two weeks straight now. Over the weekend, um, so this is almost a week old news, um, Apex hit 25 million unique players. I think this was released on Sunday of last week. It's fucking bananas. Um, That game was six days old at that point. 25 million unique players, and over the weekend they had 2 million concurrent. um, For reference, uh, Fortnite reached... Fortnite reached 10 million unique players um, after like two and a half weeks. Apex hit 10 million unique players in three days. No, no. So there's a lot. There's a lot leading to leading people to believe that Apex is going to be the the thing that finally uh, snuffs out Fortnite's inextinguishable flame. Well. I'm Maybe not challenge. snuffs out. Maybe not snuffs yeah. out. Competes. Competes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I think they've I think respawn has put together a very 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 strong competitor. And I think what they've di- they've done is they took copious notes on everything that was out right now and everything that was getting a lot of uh, a lot of big play across the BR genre and just competitive shooting in general. Um, and they kind of created this unbelievably well-made representation of a lot of different things that's just working super well for them. And I think the market, um, you know, yeah, yeah, Panda brought up a good thing in the chat. Is That's exactly where I was going with it, is all week since it's launched, uh, Apex has been at a quarter million or more viewers, and Fortnite has always been at third just behind. It's been Apex just chatting Fortnite um, all week. Um, and just chatting is not that one person is pulling all of those numbers. Uh, it's just that. Um, what does just know, chatting mean? I don't know what it's that just, means. Most of the time when I start my streams, my uh, my category will be just chatting because I'll talk for the first 10 minutes before I get into gameplay and actually pick the game that I'm playing. It's just a category you can choose sure, when you're just okay. talking. Um, yeah, sorry, oh, is it fourth right now? But my point being is, is I think it is enough of a different different thing from Fortnite, and I think the audience it's capturing is the guys like me. I enjoyed Fortnite, every aspect of it, except the building. I thought the shooting yeah. was. I thought the shooting yeah, was great. Yeah, yeah. I thought the game. I thought the gunplay was great. I thought the loot system was great. I liked the battle pass. I think they hit the he- nail on the head with the way the microtransactions work. But um, I just I did not like the moment the the way the building changed the moment to moment shooting. I love in Apex how the abilities change. The hero abilities change the moment-to-moment gunplay because not that yeah. it brings that kind of uh, that MOBA aspect into the gameplay where it's like, oh shit, okay, we've got a Wraith and a Gibraltar and a uh, and a Lifeline, and the other team has a Bloodhound 
uh, a, a, a um, Bangalore, and I'm failing to think of an, uh, a caustic. Okay, so how are we gonna how are we gonna now ch- alter our battle strategy to deal with that? Or even if you yeah. put a pathfinder in there, um, you know, or something like that, it just it kind of changes the way it is, and it's, it's really good and good on respawn for creating something that I think the market was just ready for, and it just shows that there's still room for it. There's still room for innovation. Um, yeah, there's a there's a really great there was a really great tweet I saw that was like my favorite part about Apex is that when I get into a gunfight they don't turn into a twelve story fucking building. Yep. <laughs> oh, there was, there's been so many good memes. I think my favorite is the uh, Apex shows you if you're the fourth friend in a group. I think that's yes. the base of memes. You're the fourth favorite person in yeah, a group. Fourth favorite so person good. in the group. Uh, Did you guys see the, the picture of uh, the cast from Chappie? It's like Ninja and Yolanda yes. and Chappie, oh my God. and it says Apex Legends. That's yep. It is so fucking good. Yep. Oh man, I want I want a ninja skin for Mirage. I want mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a Yolandi skin for Wraith. Um, for Wraith. I want a Chappie skin for Pathfinder. It's coming. They've got to oh, be coming. Oh. It'd be great. Neil Blomkamp just worked with EA. Like, let's fucking. I mean, go. can we talk about let's that shit? Yes, let's talk about that next. So if you guys didn't know this, there's a thing that happened on uh, Valentine's Day, the day of love. Sorry, every, every day is a day of love. There's a thing that happened on Valentine's Day <laughs> for Anthem. My man, I'm talking fast. Um, a couple days before Valentine's Day, there was a teaser where Neil, Neil Blomkamp jumped on Twitter and was like, Hey, um, so <laughs> I've been doing a thing. And for anybody who follows Neil Blomkamp, he'd been super quiet for like the last mm-hmm. six months. Like, no idea. He has a studio on YouTube. That publishes stuff on YouTube called Oats. They make really cool shorts. If you don't know it, if you haven't seen these, go find them. Oats. It's O A T S. Um, but yeah, so he he teased something on Twitter, and it was an anthem. It's an anthem conviction, and people were like, "What the fuck?" Um, so on Thursday, um, it's like a three-minute live-action trailer, all done by Neil Blomkamp. So it's his amazing special effects. Um, and that's really all you need to know. Like it's it's, it's if it there takes was a ten movie years coming out for the Anthem, game. Yes. Now here's the thing: is it is that trailer mm-hmm. it, or are we getting? I mean, more? I want more, but yeah. like that's all that's all we're yeah. getting right now. Fuck, that trailer is super good, y'all. Go watch it. It's like three minutes long. There's so much in that trailer that makes you want to find out what the hell is going on. Um, that I'm a little disappointed that it's that's it for now. And that was the Legion of Dawn, right? Is that who's featured in that trailer? I thought is that. It uh... seems that way. Like I know. I yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. I started playing Anthem the story tonight, and I didn't get into it very far because I was obviously like just getting home from work and doing this shit tonight. But uh, there's definitely some beats that are reminiscent there for sure. I think the Legion of Dawn is the group that the bad guy was a part yep. of. Um, but I think that you see him in that And I in think that in that trailer, you see him get attacked by... a. So he's in that like busted-up mm-hmm. storm armor. And he's getting attacked by a guy in ranger armor that's like, you were my friend and you betrayed us. You were the chosen one. <laughs> I have the high... He did. He really did. I mean, he came <laughs> he <did>. down on <laughs> My name... My name... <laughs> Is Neil? <laughs> ah. Jesus, we're just mixing so many things, right? Uh, no, like I think that they they did a great job, and I've really been, I've been super impressed with just the uh, pacing that they've delivered some of this content leading up to the launch of Anthem, um, yeah. the community aspects of it. I love that they got Neil involved with it. That was like a very very welcome surprise, and 
Oh, Neil Blomkamp can do no wrong. I mean, I've watched that trailer a few times. Like that shit's just so well done. It's so well done. There's a little bit of harebrainedness going on in the trailer. Stuff's a little hectic, but like that's I'm fine yep. with that. That's Neil Blomkamp yep. for you. <laughs> Half of his action scenes are like, "What's actually happening?" Um, for for what it's worth, if Neil Blomkamp isn't the guy who makes the first good video game movie, I don't know who will. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil Blomkamp needs to either make a Dead Space movie or a Halo movie yesterday. Well, obviously, Yule Ball is going to come out of retirement and make the first good video game. Damn. Movie. I mean, he's just been packing it Damn. away for years. We're getting the script right. It's going to happen. I mean, Chappie and District 9 just showed up on Netflix. I would love to see them. What? Yeah. So District 9's I, on Netflix? Yeah. I was just talking yeah. the other day. I need to watch so it. Would, so I would love if maybe Netflix was like, yo, that Anthem trailer is pretty dope. Let's make Let's a make- show. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> A guy can dream. That's what, the level of excitement. That's what my $2 increase went towards, folks, for Netflix. If it doesn't go to making a fucking anthem show, like, t- give me my money back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, it, it, along the lines of anthem-like content being on Netflix, this is not something I added to the news, but something I'll throw out real quick. Um, Tim Miller and David Fincher. Um, David Fincher of, like... Oof, Seven and Social Network and Fight Club fame and Tim Miller of Deadpool and Blur Studios fame are working together to make an 18 episode anthology of animated shorts that are, it's called Love, Death and Robots and so it covers like romance uh, comedy, horror and science fiction and yo that trailer is like a minute long and it is Oh, it's fucking beautiful. So watch that. Love, death, robots. Love, death, and robots. Um, oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, okay, that's exactly what I was gonna bring up. And then I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And then I just it dawned on me. Yeah, love, death, and robots looks fucking amazing. Oh, the minute so the minute good. long trailer is like, just is it Netflix? Super fragmented. It is yep. Netflix. Yes. When does it come out? Is it out? It comes out March 9th or February twenty first. It's one of those two. It's soon. It might be March. It might be March. I, I, this is a bad way of doing news, everybody, when you just kind of like throw it out there and go, remember that thing? Uh, yeah, that, that, that style looks awesome. And yeah, so I think one of the people from Ghost in the Shell is working on it. I think, like, it's got so many. Yeah, it's like, uh, a, it looks, uh, it's the, so anim- good. the Animatrix is still one of my favorite things mm-hmm. done in that whole, like, series. Yes, it feels very that. Animatrix. Uh, and what was the what was the Halo one that was done? Um, Legends. Legends, thank you. Uh, Legends like, was I also love very when, good. I love when you take just an, an amalgamation of, because I'm such a huge anime fan, an amalgamation of amazing anime designers and amazing just cartoonists in general, and then say, hey, here's the subject matter, go. We don't care what it is, there's no guidelines, just create. Um, <laughs> so it comes out the same day as Division 2. God damn it. <laughs> Shit. And did, didn't Umbrella uh, Academy just come out too? It did. Umbrella Academy came out today, yes. Yep. Fuck. There's too much good content, guys. And because I, of that, we're running late in the news. <laughs> we haven't even said what else came out today. Crackdown 3. Crackdown yeah, and 3. fucking Metro. And fucking Far Cry. Yep. Yep. I, I own Far Cry up, and Crackdown, and I'm like, great, i got to play something other than Apex. I've, I've heard... <laughs> that breaks my heart. Yeah, I've got... So I've got Far Cry. Um, I, I have Crackdown because of Game Pass. I've heard mixed things about Far Cry, and I've heard not-so-good things about Crackdown. Yeah. So I played Far Cry for about two hours last night, and it was all right. I enjoyed it. 
Um, it's Far Cry. It's Far Cry Five um, reskinned, which is I think why the game is only forty mm-hmm. bucks. Um, it's a direct. It's a direct there are characters from. And good, yeah. good there are on characters Ubisoft from, for there making are characters that game. From Far Cry, yeah, forty dollars. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's also the first direct sequel a Far Cry game has mm-hmm. ever gotten. Every Far Cry game is. It's like Final Fantasy. They're all completely. I know. I know you're a Far Cry fan, Eric Ryan. Are you guys Far Cry fans? I haven't, I haven't played, played one. Yeah, I haven't played one in a while. But yeah, I mean, it's just again, it's not a matter of I didn't want to play them. It's time. It's, 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 yeah, time. it's time. It's time. Yeah. I got hooked by Far Cry with Far Cry 3. I played Far Cry 2 for a bit, um, and I know how much better that game is than like everything that's come out since, so I want to go back, but I will when we get an HD remake. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's out. Um, <clears throat> HD for Far Cry 3? Oh, Far Cry no, 2? I'm sorry that you said 3. No, 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 I started okay, with 3. Okay, I missed yeah. 2. two, two, two they haven't touched 2, but like. 3 has an HD remake. Yeah, and I played the shit out of 3. That game mm-hmm. was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll update you more. I played about two hours of Far Cry, and so far it's Far Cry four, uh, 5. Um, we'll see how the story goes, though. Um, Crackdown I played the first 20 minutes of, and then I got bitched at by nobody in this party, <clears throat> Ryan, um, to play Apex. Um, which is okay. I'll Thanks. get to those. Um, but guys, we got we got a couple more news stories we still got to get through. Um, shots, shots fired. Well, I think I think uh, that yeah. two of those, just looking at our board here, will carry over into our topics pretty well. Yeah, this is a good point. We'll just save those for the for the topics. The I last agree. thing, um, so the, this news is all going to be pretty positive. Um, the last thing in the news uh, is something that happened just recently. Uh, we I got a notification of this at like three in the afternoon. But Star Wars Episode Nine has officially. It's film. the only Disney movie without a trailer right now. Yeah, that's fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. Like, it's February. It, we don't have a title. We don't have December. a title or a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're getting one soon. I hope so. We have to get one soon. Yeah, guys, I want you to know that when the Star Wars The Last Skywalker film trailer comes out. <laughs> Hang on a second. Did you see what Panda said about Crackdown? That there's no Xbox yeah. party. That shit's wild too. Well, no, no. So it's it's interesting too. So if you look at when you download it on Game Pass, the multiplayer is a totally separate. Yes, yeah, a, a separate launcher, yeah, right? Separate. Yeah, it's a separate launcher. Um, and I, Panda and I were talking about this. Well, was it last night or whenever? Is either last night or night before? No, it was the night before. It was Wednesday night. Um, yeah. So it's 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 a separate launcher, and there is no party chat. What? So if you're in a yeah, there's no like. Xbox Live party support. So, of all, what? As, as high a praise as I give Phil. I mean, I, I know Nintendo and Xbox are tight, but they didn't have to take that from him. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. Hold on, that doesn't make any sense. So when you, if you're in a, if you're in an Xbox Live party and you jump into the multiplayer, it just kicks you out of your party. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That can't be real. I, I don't know, but the, apparently everybody is. Uh, is he not said the it. game is doing what Battlefield is doing. Battlefield does not do that. Hmm. You cannot invite your friends. What's up, Chonger? Anyway, let's not get sucked down a crack. Yeah, sorry. Hole. I just saw that and we'll, I was like, we'll what the hell? Yeah, let's, we'll not go down, let's not go down the crack hole just Yeah, let's yet. not go down the crack hole exactly just yet. So, so, Caleb, what are we talking about tonight? What's the subject here? So, yeah, um, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the last few months um, in the game industry that is making, oh, my God, let me start over about all of that shit. There's been a lot going on in the last couple of months in the game industry that has been making consumers, players specifically, um, 
a little leery about the idea of big publishers still having all the power um, in the industry. Uh, and what I mean by that is Blizzard and Activision have been having huge issues. Um, <clears throat> we talked several weeks ago, I think the first week Bobby was on, perhaps, about um, Blizzard losing three CFOs in like a week to other companies. Um, Activision was talking, or Activision, and Activision gave Blizzard the the orders, essentially, to kill Heroes of the Storm, I think it was. Uh, just fucking axed that, and, like, the whole community had no idea it was coming, and everyone's still pissed about it. Um, and then shortly after that, Bungie and Activision severed ties. Um, and then this week, they laid off, like, 800 employees, and in the worst possible way you could do it. And so the reason I bring all this up um, is that there's becoming this there's this consensus that big publishers are starting to, to lose, and if not starting, have completely lost what their audiences actually want, and have become too focused on numbers. So, without elaborating too much more and losing everybody, our topic for this week is... Um, is are we seeing the end of big publishers? That means EA, that means Activision, that means Blizzard, that means actually mostly just fucking those three. Mm, I don't lump Blizzard into that because they're tied at the hip to Activision. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, and I think that was never really their intention. So uh, EA and Activision. So yeah, EA and Activision are mainly it. They're yeah. the two titans. Um, Ubisoft, a lot of people will bring up Ubisoft, and I, I'm, this will, I'm sure this will come up in the discussion. I don't lump Ubisoft in with that, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah, I, go. I think I'm going to just... So once, once you hit a billion dollars in gross operating revenue, it is very hard to fail as a company, right? Because your money is now just making you money. Um, so that's, that's where the expression, it's too big to fail, comes from, right? Um, so both of these companies are not going anywhere. Uh, I think EA is hurting more. We've, we've got an article in here, and I'm not sure who shared it or who actually wrote the article. Sorry, because I drove right into the – oh, this is the actual press release. This is an actual uh, investor relations press release. Um, so it's interesting. EA is down in the stock market, but every, you know the stock market ebbs and flows. I think EA is doing a lot better job of <laughs> the whole stock market's kind of down, right? Yeah, yeah, the whole stock market's down. So that's not you know a fair assumption to say. I think we focus mainly on the video game industry. But looking at this, they're doing a much better job. Activision is planting themselves firmly, and I don't know if everybody's seen the Despicable Me movies in this group. And if you have it on the internet, go see them. But they are fl- they are planting themselves firmly in the flag of the 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 stereotypical bad guy who sits behind his desk with his cigar on his golden shitter and just looks down his nose at you know everybody from a financial standpoint i think they got hit so hard this week um with the jason uh jason schreier tweets and just everything the way it was announced and the way it was handled Yo, Jason was, Schreier deserves a fucking yeah. I mean, Pul- he, Pulitzer. Yeah, he was. I mean, he <laughs> was going straight at it. Uh, not, uh, not even, uh, not even uh, questioning. Just going. I mean, he's the best investigative journalist in the ga- in the game industry period right now. Uh, and I think everything he does speaks to that. Um, do I think to answer your question and to start the topic off? Uh, I'm going to say. I don't think they're going anywhere. I'm going to use the analogy that I used. It was last week or two weeks ago. They are in the midst of transitioning to what the this the video game industry is in the midst of transitioning to what what the music industry had to go through mm-hmm. 
uh, in the mid in the mid turn of the the millennium, right? Is all of a sudden there were all these avenues to get music that they didn't control anymore. There's all this money out there that they don't have to hand out. People can go to Kickstarter. People can go to Indiegogo. People can go to these smaller publishers. And now these guys are scrambling to catch up and go, well, oh, God, shit, we're losing the power. How do we do this? And EA, I think, is making some good steps. I think Respawn is, shit, nobody saw that coming. I don't give EA any credit for them. No, 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 no. But but they still have their their label on it, right? I give EA and the credit that they looked at when Vince came in to pitch that. He said, do you guys want to make some waves and make some goodwill? Here it is, and somebody at EA said, "Take us to the promised land, Vince. Take us home. Fix us. Yeah. Make us whole." Uh, that's where I give credit to <laughs> EA. I don't. I don't give credit to EA in the development or ideation or anything of that game. Um, I, I think that's it. But uh, anyway, I've sure. talked long enough. You guys. So really quick, what? just so we can kind of wrap our heads around what we're getting ready to get into here, I'm going to go down uh, in order by as of 2017. Top 15. Let's off the studios really quick. Number one is 10. These are big studios, all right? So if we're talking about... Top 15, what are we talking about? Uh, number? Uh, or, revenue. Uh, income? Revenue. Revenue, okay. So number one is Tencent Games. Number two is Sony Interactive. Uh, three is Apple. Four is Microsoft Studios. Five is Activision and Blizzard. Uh, six is NetEase. Seven is Google. Eight is EA. Nine is Nintendo. Ten is Bandai Namco. Uh, 11 is Netmarble, uh, 12 is Ubisoft, 13 is Nexon, 14 is Warner Brothers, and 15 is Take-Two. Those are the 15 big ones. So if we're talking about these bigger publishers, like those are the people in that bubble. Yeah, um, Tencent, just in case you didn't know, Tencent is the big Chinese publisher, and the reason they're up top is because they have the largest market to sell to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're they're a uh, $18 billion dollar company when it comes to their their money um so sarge you were about to say something um before he listed off those top 15 what we would say so i i can see how the question come up is our big big publishers going away but at the same time with the whole activision layoff if activision can lay off 12 percent of its employees and obviously make that decision that they can still sustain by losing that big of a portion i i don't think the publishers are actually going to lose out because they obviously were like well we can just lose this percentage of our employees and still be able to make the money and the games that we really need to so yeah and that uh you're right and that 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 does kind of come down to the (laughs) the fucking okay so these these big layoffs happen like monday and tuesday right um and they were they were shit. They laid off eight hundred ish people um, in total, and like some people weren't let go on Monday when they announced the layoffs. They were let go on Tuesday, so they came into work on Tuesday thinking their jobs were safe, and then they got fucking laid off. It's a huge mess. Um, but the reason, uh, Ryan, I might disagree with that. So hold on, is, I just sorry, yeah. just to clarify, was it an officially announced on Monday or was it just leaked on Monday? Because I remember there. I don't remember seeing an official announcement go out on the wire until Tuesday morning. The earning call was on Monday. Okay, all right. Um, and the earning call came with the culling of 8% overall Activision Blizzard, 12% Activision. Yep. So, yes and no, I guess. The actual, like, we can confirm it was 
co- uh, yeah, collaborated pe- by Tuesday, but people were getting laid off. On yeah, the, pe- the people knew it was coming. They just didn't have their pink slip. Yeah, and yeah. they've known since, like, November. That's the other thing. There's been rumors running around since November that people are going to start getting laid off in, in February. But, um, Ryan, the only reason I would disagree with you is... Um, and I'm not saying that these companies are going to start failing because they're not making money now, right? The earnings call started after people found out 800 people were getting laid off with Bobby Kotick, uh, the leader of um, EA, or sorry, Activision, straight up fucking saying it was a record year for sales in the company in 2018. They made more money in 2018 than they've ever made in a single year. And then they fucking fired 800 people. I don't think they're going to lose out on money because they can't make it. I think they're going to lose out on money because they're pissing everybody off. Well, I mean... Yeah, but how many people pay attention to big publishers like me? (laughs) Oh, shit. Like me (laughs) playing games. Like, this topic's kind of difficult for me just for the fact that I go to work and then I come home and hop on games. If a new game comes out that I like, I buy it. I don't buy it because of a publisher. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it sucks that they definitely just laid off that much, you know, that percentage of people. But if they put out a good game, I'm not going to not buy it. Like, you could piss me off all you want, but if you put another game out that I've enjoyed and it's a sequel or any, or anything new that I'm going to enjoy, that I'm not just going to... Yeah, and like, that's... Oh, no, they laid people off, yeah, screw it. That's the, yeah. point, that's the point I was making in Discord, right? Is Sure. It, it is the mob is fickle, right? And unfortunately for us, you know, and I, and I get it, right, of, you know, all the people, you know, in the group I've worked, you know, in large enterprise since I graduated from college, you know, so, it, you know, I was, I, was a, I was in a round of these layoffs uh, during my, you know, at my second job. Um, and it sucks, but I, you know, I understand where Sarge is coming from, and unfortunately the mob is fickle, right? They are not worried about that and these big publishers know it they don't give a shit the big publisher knows that the next call of duty they they forecast it this shit is down to a science they know year over year okay it was down three percent this year we're probably going to see a little bit of churn next year because there's going to be these competing products in the market it's going down so much we know that it's an infinity ward year not a Treyarch year so we know that's going to perform this over this and they know exactly what to tell their shareholders within a plus or minus 10 percent of that revenue earnings on that call it's, All of this makes me so sick. I know, it, but that was that feeds back to my comment: is they're too big to fail. It's now in big data, data scientists, financial gurus' hands, and to Ryan's point, they know that the vast majority of the consumers are going to open their wallet. I just saw Bob Ross again. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Ross is here to bring levity to this conversation. I mean, I, I have to agree with everything Eric's saying, and I mean, like what we've all been making mention it's, of. It sucks. It's, it, yeah, it's it it's, it's a really shitty thing. And like in the Discord, I was bringing up a point of, like, it's hard to fucking know where all your money goes. Like, you can support one area that might be bankrolling this development studio that you despise. Like, you might be cashing in on like these shows or movies or experiences, restaurants theme parks, etc., that somewhere that money's getting laundered back into these developers that you don't like. It's like it's yeah. it's fucking hard to keep up with. I think that like like personally speaking, I don't want to see game developers fail because there's people that rely on those developers for a livelihood. Like we we're seeing this right now with Activision as shitty as that is, like 
like ultimately if they fail like there's going to be more than 800 people without work and like that's not what we want um, so was it uh, sorry sure. i don't i keep interrupting with clarifying questions was it actual developers or was it support marketing staff because i'm it I, was a mix okay it was because a mix, there were right. yeah it was it was somehow someone said it was mostly support and uh and uh like auxiliary staff um but then there were people who worked there that were like yeah no my buddy on this team working on this game also doesn't have a job so i think it might have been majority support staff um and like so essentially the fucking destiny support team axed well i mean like well, regardless yeah, they of the developer or not like people in the industry like i want to see that continue to grow and be supported right so like what i want yeah. i don't want to see these places fail what I want to see is is that there's more accountability and things in place to protect the people making the things that we like. And yep. I yes. think that... You unionize. Well, I mean, like, yeah, that's the easy fix here, right? Like, Or easier said than done. But we talked about this like a few different times on the show that yeah. the accountability and I think the, the journalism and reporting that we're seeing happening right now, it's not like they are. They're too big to fail, but they're not too big to have a light shined on them and have some people ask some questions completely agree and i think that's what's happening right now and i think it needs to yep. continue to happen it needs to happen a lot more than it is i think probably like ryan to your point and like even what i said in the discord for me like this is kind of new territory to be giving a shit in and for a long time we were just all saying give me give me give me all these fucking games and you know like the giving tree was going to grow grow weary at some point in time when it came to it and now we're seeing this fucking thing where all these people are wanting more and more and more experiences. We want games as a service. We want to have the Fortnite killers. We want to have brand new 4K HDR, all this bullshit. But there's a cost for it. And the sustainability that we talked about with games cost last week, like all those things kind of roll up into the environments that they're being created in. And so, yes, there's too big to fail, but they're not too big to be called out. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. There's a, so um, more on the, I don't want to have this whole thing be about unionization because that's definitely a topic that we could either talk about in full length at another time or it's impossible to talk about because we're not actually in the industry in terms of working as a developer. I think, but I'm, I'm not, not going to lie, Caleb. I think that's something you and Bobby should 100% do a really deep critical dive on on postmortem mm-hmm. like that is oh fuck that is a postmortem episode yeah, right there we boys. could reach out to some people for sure yep um <clears throat> so yeah a couple of things real quick um and then i want to ask another question but yeah i agree with um bobby's saying the like regardless of whether or not they're developers there was a tweet i saw from somebody that was like yo if you work at a game studio you're a developer because everyone who works there makes that game come out um so all of these people losing jobs fucking sucked. But Steven Totillo, the editor-in-chief at Kotaku, shared like like 11 hours ago, around noon today, um, this tweet. And I'll read it real quick, and I'll share it in the notes later. Um, but in an open letter to American game developers, the country's largest labor organization, the AFL-CIO, is calling on game developers to unionize. Um, and then he quoted a portion of the letter and says... It says, you have the power to demand a stake in your industry and a say in your economic future. What's more, you have millions of brothers and sisters across the country already standing with you. Um, that's the big thing here, is that unionization would give people the opportunity to have conversations with the Bobby Kotix of the game industry and say, hold on, y'all just had a record-earning year. How are you going to eliminate 800 jobs? Um, and that's like the, I think that's what people want. Um, out of big publishers is to give the people that work for them um, a voice and for them to pay attention to the voices of the people they're making games for. Yeah. I mean, like, also with, like, 
the whole thing about the end of big publishers, like we can talk a little bit about workplace like environments. And I think that that does play into it. But ultimately, like when I when I look at kind of what's happening right now, like we talked about Fortnite earlier. And I mean, like financial analysts are calling it a disruptor. And I think that across the board, um, yeah, they had record years, but like the industry is itself is going down a few points on the stock market. And uh, by and large, like they are blaming Fortnite for that. And now uh, fucking EA has Apex, which is a, a, a competitor there in that in that area. And it seems like Respawn's doing some good shit. It looks like Anthem's off to a pretty good start for them. Like they got some good things to go in for the next year, especially like they had a pretty rough one with Battle field right or battlefront and battlefield uh, both, both both yeah both. i mean like it's just <laughs> yeah. not been great and then call of duty uh i don't think that it had i mean it's a different property but i don't think that they had a great year either uh in comparison uh, i think yeah um i was actually that's a good point i was gonna ask like eric and ryan how many of how many games of uh blackout have you played since fucking apex came out two uh none because I was out of town. Well, I was out of town last week, right? So that doesn't right. that doesn't count. But the week before, and even then, I had taken a break because I bought the definitive the definitive edition of Tales, uh, and I was taking a break from shooters until yeah. Anthem came out, or that was the plan anyway. And then EA or Respawn went ahead and dropped Anthem or Apex, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I played Apex like as soon as it came out, and then two days ago, my buddy was like, "Yeah, let's play some Blackout." I hopped on there and. The the fact that it's easier to loot on Apex, and I don't know, I, there were so many things that I like more about that game than I do Black Ops. It's just like, just have um, no reason to stay. Screw this game, right. and like everybody I was playing with on Blackout, they're like, all right, we'll download download Apex, and we played that for eight hours afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, just a comment to the to the chat real quick. <laughs> Panda disagrees that it, yeah, uh, it's easier I- to loot. I disagree Which, too with the new looting system, the way that they put in the the scrolling and everything. I think it's still Apex is a little still rough compared to the speed in which you can do shit in Call of Duty. Um, yeah, I'm I'm talking about like grabbing items. You've got to hold the button for like a second or two. On change it Black to Ops. toggle. You can change that from hold. to Oh, click. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> there I didn't we go. Play it as religiously as you guys do. Yep. Yeah, there's um, that too. Um, the, what, that's not even what I wanted to talk anyway, about. Anyway, go on. Um, but no, Smurf said, unionization is great. Are you ready to play $100 a game? Smurf, <laughs> go to nerdybits.com slash listen and listen to the last episode of this podcast. You'll get that answer. Uh, it's yes. We are, we're all relatively ready to pay that much per game, and most of us well, already do. I'm, I'm about to at least spend $60 on Apex because they deserve my money. Yeah. Right, and I, but I, hold on. I want to I want to clarify here. So it's not, it, and I don't think to. I'm going to kind of blend and respond to what Bobby just said about the subscription model and the pay, and the pay as a service game, right? And tie that back into what I said. This is the industry evolving, mm-hmm. right? And it is. Right. We are. I don't think you guys and I'm. I got to remember, I'm an average of ten years older than the group. So I was in. I was in my freshman year of college, sophomore year of college, when the Napster thing was a thing. When this, I so I lived like some very impressionable years of going through this with the music industry. I remember going out to the internet and going, "Oh, holy shit! I don't have to pay for music anymore. This <laughs> yep. is unbelievable." I was right there oh, with fuck, you, man. Fuck, great. Yeah, Bobby's there too. Um, but it's like. Wait, you guys know yeah. each other? We're, no. we're internet buddies. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doormates. <laughs> Bobby Dude, Bobby's right yes. down the hall. And Eric said no at the same time. 
No, I said <laughs> no. Good. We were dorm bits. Dor- <laughs> dorm bits. Fuck. <laughs> that's the that's the intern podcast when we finally get interns. Dorm bits. That shit broke me. I'm broke. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. Dorm dorm bits. Dorm um, bits. Hold on. Anyway. Hold on. What? Anyway. You so, said that you were dorm what? Dorm mates is what I was going. Dorm mates. I was gonna go with that. Then a dorm bits came out. Dorm bits for life. There we go. <laughs> Quote it. <laughs> um, anyway, what I was getting at is is this is a Jesus. this is a the industry is going through a huge butt plug gif. You got it. Musk. <laughs> God uh, damn it. <laughs> well, I just made a new uh, best ha- friend. <laughs> that happened earlier today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'll have to pull that clip and share it in the chat so you can see it. anyway uh, did, did I see best friend it's an evolution of the industry where it, there are going to be so many people that are going to bitch and complain about it because ultimately stockholders are unclear on how it's going to affect their bottom line so they want the status quo right only super bullish the stockholders can see the you know a little bit of the future, and these are people who are maybe uh, you know epic investors or EA investors now to this point, right? Um, where they have said you know they've kind of bought into this whole subscription model, but I think that's where it's ultimately it's going to go. The hundred and twenty dollar game is an interesting phenomenon because I don't I, if a game came out and the listing price for the base model of it was $120, I'd look at it and probably go, me, probably not. Not when there are going to be low-cost alternatives or I can go buy into a service to get that game. So that's an interesting thing. I don't think we're ever going to get to that stage. I think there's going to be some union. I think there's going to be some sort of unionization or not even not even a, like an actual union, but some sort of protective agency that is formed um, that is governed by people in the industry to help in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um also, why does unionization mean the games get more expensive? You've got the fucking top six people in the Activision Blizzard partnership making a quantifiable $85 million between the six of them. A union can just slightly change how much the top makes, I'm, and then all of a sudden you have enough to pay for all your people. I'm, I'm not arguing that, but if you look at other industries where the unionization has taken place, costs to consumer have gone up, right? Like the airline industry, right? Unionization of... Because, yeah, to Smurf's point, that won't happen. They will figure out a way to manipulate the books in a way so that the contract looks lucrative enough. Look at the – my mom's a flight attendant, right? This happened when they went on strike and she went through the whole thing. The executives of that company are making marginally less than what they were before, and they got enough to get the union happy and in line to get the people back on work to keep flying. Prices of tickets went up 1%. Right across well, the board. one percent. That's a huge. Are we, are we worried about sixty dollars and six cents? Some people I, are worried about sixty dollars and six cents. To the point that like everybody, well, like Eric's making the ties in where I was trying to say it goes back to you guys. Like to answer the question, is this the end of big publishers if they can't figure out how to evolve with the evolving uh, scape that we have right now in right. gaming? Yeah, for sure. Like that's anything. If you can't keep up with what's happening, I think. Like, everybody's pointing their fingers at Fortnite because that is one of the biggest disruptions in video games in the recent years. They changed, totally. they, yeah. they changed a ton of shit. And now these big developers that used to be able to just bank on a game getting them a guaranteed 60 
they're they're scratching their heads like, well, how the shit do we do this? Like, how do we get into that? And like, Respawn helped EA get to like they delivered Apex, which is now getting them to that point. Like, I think that other companies will be fine. Like, they're going to continue to do it, but I do think that. Yes, this might end if they don't get a chance to like evolve and grow. To your point, like is the the way that we monetize games going to change? If it's not a union, is it a subscription? Is it going to be free to play? Is there going to be more enticement for solo games that we talked about last week to make you spend more monies than what's on the box? You know, like there's yeah. so many elements into it that like if I had a crystal ball, I wish I could say, but like for certain, the conversations around the quality of life at development studios and game publishers is happening. And the way that people are uh, obtaining these games and playing these games for longer periods of time has most certainly changed. So, yes, this shit could all fucking go under if it's not done, like, and handled correctly. Yeah, I think... Uh, right, just right, real, right. Real, real, Sorry, Ryan, one quick point. I hope 1% of a plane ticket never gets to $60.16 because that means the full price of the plane ticket will be $6,000. So I just want to, you know... I hope that what? Sure. you said when I said 1% increase in plane ticket costs, you were like $60. Uh, are we worried about that? And then I was like, wait a minute, that's $6,000 if we go to 100% on the cost of that plane ticket. Oh, no, I was talking about 1% increase on a video game being $60.06. Oh. Got it. Okay. So, yeah, that's e- it. Either <laughs> way. Either, <laughs> my point being is, is um, shit, now I lost what I was going to say. With two, um, go ahead, Ryan. I'll, I'll get it in a minute. <laughs> so, well, Bobby was talking about like uh, you know game. I mean, we we're all I guess talking about it. But uh, I just did some a quick look up on what I think is going to keep these developers around, regardless. And I think it's kids for the fact that like I I just did a quick search search, and then the last information I can find is from 2011. Is that at that point in time, 64 million players were kids within you know like a 12 to 17 range those people regardless are going to buy a call of duty game regardless if that's what they like to play and if that's the case and if that many people buy a call of duty game that game that developer is actually going to make that money regardless if they decide to cut half of their employees the pa- or, okay the kid yeah what smurf said the parents are going to buy it because the parents don't give a shit the parents are just like, my kid wants this game. I'm going to right. buy it regardless because I want to make my kid happy. Well, that in turn is going to keep these publishers around. Yeah, and that's the argument we're we're butting up against, right? Is like there are people that pay attention to these things and are conscious of the stuff. This whole argument can, I guess, we we can track it, track it, track, trace, whatever. You can trace it back um, recently, at least, to Red Dead. And, like, right before Red Dead came out, a bunch of fucking news came out about people working, like, 100-hour work weeks. And, like, the people that fucking cared were like, do I buy this game? Because they exploited the fuck out of their people, and I don't want to support that. But if I don't buy the game, like, are they going to make money? And then, regardless, the people who don't give a fuck bought the game in droves. And so, I yeah, it's tough to, like, figure out how what just happened at Activision matters to people that don't care. How do we how do we make Activision how how do we hold Activision accountable when they're going to release a Call of Duty in in ten months and it's going to get it's going to sell like gangbusters? Yeah. Um, so and that's like the, that's the thing that I think we need to figure out is how to make these big fucking assholes pucker just a little bit. So with that, let me like we have some questions here. 
Is there a big publisher that you do still support? One of those assholes. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. They're not assholes, but I support Ubisoft like crazy. Ryan? Oh, sorry. That didn't answer your question, I don't think, but go ahead. Ryan, do you, <laughs> is there anybody that you that you might perceive to be... Or, I'm sorry, a big publisher that you still buy, regardless? Uh, I, well, I would say DICE, but I didn't buy Battlefield uh, 1 or 5. I bought Battlefield 1, but the only reason I didn't get 5 so is that because would be it's EA. the same game That's as EA. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah. sorry. Okay. Sorry. Dice. EA bought DICE. That's the, you're, we okay. knew what you meant. We knew what you meant. And then, like, Forza would turn 10. I... Microsoft. I buy that game regardless. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric, what do you buy out of a big publisher without without worrying about what the publisher's doing? Um, I've always bought EA games. I think I've always had a soft spot because they've made some of my favorite genres, you know, over the years. And I just remember their old, like, sand but when they before, before they were EA and they were Sierra uh, and they absorbed uh, that brand and they had the little lines. Um, but that's more of a nostalgic thing. I think Ubisoft... Uh, would probably be my, and I can't remember. I, Bobby, if you wouldn't mind putting that list that you Googled uh, in the Discord just so I can pull it up and look at some of the other names. Yeah, give me a second. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Sierra was gone too soon. Um, I think that um, that's a deep <laughs> didn't cut. The, didn't the founder of Sierra just win, like, um, that award a couple years ago at the Game Awards for Game Industry Icon? Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> thanks, 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 Heath Ledger's Joker. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You want to see a magic trick? Now it's gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, EA and Ubisoft. Are yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, Ubisoft. I think yeah. I like. Yeah. I like Take Two. Um, they've published some. They, you know, they usually leave people alone, even though they are Rockstar. Um, I, I have a, you know, while. The, the slant on that reporting was very much in favor of, you know, the employees. There are issues that I have with some of the things where they, you know, said that, you know, people were 100, you know, working 100 hour weeks. There's been instances where I've been very passionate about a client project where I've willingly put in, you know, 80 yeah, hours a dude. week. Yeah, dude. Rockstar was absolutely the worst company to bring up with that because, yeah. like, it was really hard to differentiate between... Who genuinely cared about the right. legitimate work of art they were creating? Right. Uh, and who was first? And I, and I and, think it's hard to, de- I th- it's very hard to draw that line in the sand because it is, there's no black or white there. It's all gray. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to, re- sorry, go ahead. You were talking. I well, no, I was just going to say, like, in, in my personal life, I, like, one of my responsibilities is to make sure that my team is inspired to do that. <laughs> you know, work on this client project. And, you know, there's been times where we've been on site with a client and we're all getting two hours of sleep. And there's always that one naysayer in the group, like, Oh, this is, we're not getting paid for this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like the client just, the client is under a $5 million contract. Your salary is paid for the year. You're a salary. If you're an hourly employee, I would understand this, but you're salaried man. And they're paying all of our salaries for the year. And I know it sucks, but it's not, if this were every week, all week, let's do it. It's three days out of 365. Um, you know, it's, uh, that's just my personal take on it. If, you know, if it's happening yeah. all the time, I'm going to step up and I'm going to bitch about it. But that's just me. I know there's a lot of people that won't. Um, yeah. And I think this is, <clears throat> I mean, this is like three full conversations we can have. We could talk about how shitty Activision and EA are. We could talk about labor practices and, and we could talk about unionization all separately. Um but yeah, there's just got to be a way for game studios to figure out how to make games. Well, this is this ties into the last episode. Like, if games made more money, 
they wouldn't have to push out games so fast. Therefore, they wouldn't have to crunch so hard on their employees. Therefore, unionization wouldn't be a question because people wouldn't be getting fucked over. Therefore, get companies like Activision wouldn't look like such huge assholes. Um, it's really just like the last two episodes that we've done have been a really like interlocked and like we're on the B you side. You can't man. divorce the. You can't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like you can't divorce these issues from each other. Um, yeah. and it's really deep and like interesting. I want to say. Because we, we brought up the what big companies do you still support. I don't have a huge problem with EA. Yeah, I don't. I'm realizing this. Like, you know how EA won, like, worst company in the fucking world, like, three times in six years? And everyone was like, damn. Well, I, don't, I think, I don't I think what it comes down to is, is that they have picked up, since the early 2000s, some of our most beloved developers that made some of our, like, highest memory games from that time period... And more than like more times than not, they they haven't delivered on what we remember. Yep. And I think that there's those memes where you just basically see like, oh, EA just got this developer, and then it's like a little cutscene of them like shooting them in the head and pushing their body off the side of a mountain, and it's like <laughs> fucking brutal. But like, it's not far off. And like, anytime that you, like, yeah. there's a stigma like, oh, EA's got them. It's over, boys. Pack it up. Like, their shit's done. Like, I think that that's the perception here. And, like, it's not, in my opinion, not too far off. Like, as a company, like, that's a little swarmy to me. Like, to go in and soup somebody up. Like, good for Respawn to say, hey, we'll work with you guys, but we're doing whatever the fuck we want when we want. And that worked like... That's... That's Vincent Pella right there. That, well, that's what that's a we need to have more that's of. an industry icon walking in and, and fucking saying this is our job. Uh, Sarge, go ahead. The the only thing I hate about EA and I guess you could say it about like everybody else is that EA makes the like they're they're solely all I mean not solely but a, a lot of it comes with the sports games and we talked about it in the Discord or at least somebody brought it up is that yep. every single year is a <laughs> brand new game sixty dollars a piece instead of somebody brought up saying why don't they make you know you know FIFA. Twenty fifteen to nineteen, all in one game, and you, like later on, you can maybe purchase the new rosters at like ten dollars a piece or yes. something like that. Yeah, that was, where, you, that was you and Smurf um, talking about that. Actually, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's it makes no sense. Why why am I paying sixty dollars just because I want to have the newest roster. you know baseball <laughs> rosters? Like what <laughs> the hell? That's yeah. that's all that's changing. I, you you. In baseball, you have the same pitching style, the same batting style for the past twelve games, and I have a it, feeling there's nothing to show for it. You know, the graphics don't get better within three within, years. You know? Within fucking like nine months of development time, yeah, absolutely. Right. I absolutely. have a gut feeling that we are going to see sports games make that evolution in the next three sets of games. No, but I think, why I think they? because Fortnite. I yep. think because of That's games like exactly Fortnite and Apex, why? Mm-hmm. we're seeing we're seeing I Madden think, uh, Battle Royale. Somebody... <laughs> Fuck off, Bobby! God damn it! A <laughs> hundred teams, hundred teams on, on one, one field, field. Last team standing. <laughs> First touchdown wins. Laces out, dude. You have like a hundred different footballs I flying at the same an time. Aces, an Ace Ventura <laughs> reference. Uh, Einhorn's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Finkel and Einhorn. Einhorn and Finkel. 
<laughs> Ace, you have any more of that gum? Damn, that's none of your damn business. New England clam chowder? <laughs> I have exercised the demons. Love you, Smurf. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Smurf. But no, I think, I think that's, yeah, because of these games, I think of all the games that are out there, sports games are the most natural jump to that. Mm-hmm. You release an engine every four or five years for those games, and then in between, you're just updating the rosters. Okay, guys, hey. Four or five years might be a lot to ask for initially, but it'll definitely be two or three. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that might be, exactly. But, I mean, it's just like... You don't need, and most of the time rosters don't change, especially at the college level. Like, what the? Why? Yeah, baseball. I think pro sports rosters. If you're talking, yeah, baseball changes like fucking crazy. (laughs) Those rosters get moved around twenty times. Sorry, twenty times a season. Um, But yeah, Ryan, answer your question. I think Fortnite does that. I think Apex does that. I think these games that are like, yo, we can have seasons. We can literally name the rotations of content seasons, and we can get people to buy into stuff. All that means is that these sports games add a little more gamey shit. Yeah, but you're talking about if they make it 15 to 19 is the is the game that's going to be. You're talking about those are only four different years, so I'm going to pay $60 when it first comes out, and I'm going to pay... Whatever it is no. for each roster till it till it actually the game's done in 2019. No, you're not paying. Yeah, and, you're not but paying. Na- and now I'm and now I'm only spending a hundred dollars on one game when they could get you know three times as much from me buying four separate games. Yeah, but and, see, and, FIFA, I disagree. Well, hold on, hold on, Caleb. I completely disagree yeesh. with that because Fortnite has okay. disproven that model. A hundred percent. But for, Fortnite's a completely different model, though. You're it, talking about a battle royale. No, where, but, you know, uh, no, no. I'm talking about microtransactions. I'm not talking about. We keep going to Fortnite as this bar of microtransactions. Now we're getting into the period in time. Anthem is a great example. That game is chocked full of microtransactions. Right. Chocked full of it. Right. Everybody's up in arms about them, but I don't have a problem with them because they're all cosmetic shit. With the business model yep. of sports games. You're not. I don't think you're going. I think ultimately, what would end up happening is, is it would be a bit of a transition in the front, right? And then you would end up getting, when you want to do the engine upgrade, you may be buying a thirty-dollar game because of all. The, imagine in for using Caleb's example as a ba- of a baseball game, right? Imagine you're paying a dollar ninety-nine for all the mid-season trades, right? And then the next season, with the same game, you're paying another dollar ninety nine. Or any time somebody gets traded, you're paying a dollar ninety nine for that upgraded roster, or two ninety nine, three ninety nine, four ninety nine. People are going to pay it, and it, what's going to happen is is exactly what happened at Epic. They're going to make so much money off of those mid season trades and those those roster updates and those seasonal things like that, and color changes, name changes, whatever it may be. Um, and hey, EA, we're copywriting this right after the show, so just <laughs> make sure you got them Sorry. royalty checks ready. For people listening in the podcast talking about pod, uh, copywriting, I said that they should make a Tiger Woods Battle Royale, and the pre order bonus is you get to play as Elon Lordgren. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to exactly. drunk John Daly. Just give me drunk John yep. Daly, and I'm in. Um, but, but you know, my point, <sighs> my point is, is like it's going to get to the point where with Fortnite. It was they now Epic has dropped the percentage of what they're taking off of an Unreal Engine made licensed game to bring people more into their fold. 
Um, and I'm not trying to discount your point, but I don't think they're going to lose out on money if you're buy- I think by staying in the $60 only model, people are now losing out on money. I think Black so, Ops 4 is losing money because they included that battle. If they would have put Blackout on its own as freeze to stand alone, EA would not have a leg to stand on right now because they would have beat them to the market. Um, no, I, if perhaps, perhaps. So I want to, I want to, I want to shut you down a little bit. I want to shut both of y'all down a little bit <laughs> because I think both you guys are assuming that sports games are made. They're making their money on their initial purchase. They're not, and they're not. No, FIFA, Madden, and and NHL, the EA family of, of sports games are making it off of Ultimate Team, mm-hmm. and that's just something none of us play. And so, like, we don't have a ton of experience with it, but, like, FIFA Ultimate Team made FIFA so much fucking money. Yep. Um, and does every year. And all that is is you get to – you give you unlock packs. Yep. And you – you it's it's you unlock packs. Like, like, literally, FIFA had to pull their game from the Belgian market because of the Belgian um, gambling commission came after them for their loot boxes. Like, that's how they make their money. And so all that means is that their Ultimate Team content, they need to step up. Um, and for us that play sports games and like just want roster updates, like we're, if they do this, we'll probably be able to fucking coast because people will spend money on it, right? Like it's the same reason that like people can go play. Ben can, uh, my uncle can go play uh, Warframe and not spend any money because there are way more people that are spending money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I think sports games will will survive this and could survive this because you know FIFA Ultimate Team, Madden Ultimate Team, NHL Ultimate Team um, will float it. And uh, MLB The Show has one too, and it's called uh, Diamond Dynasty. It's all that shit. It's all like spend some money on some packs and get some cool players and build your own team and then compete against other players online. Um, I think that's how sports do it. Yeah. Like Wales, F- like F W I W Wales, the country or Wales, the animal. You forgot the H there. <laughs> Wales, the, Wales, the animal. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, do you? <clears throat> I guess the question that Bobby asked about, like, what big publisher do you still back, kind of answers all the questions I wrote down for us because I'm a terrible question writer. What big publishers do you still support? Okay, second question. What games by big publishers do you still buy despite disliking them? I mean, it was, it was just a really big... It was, it, was a, it was a far-reaching net that we cast. And I think it, yeah. like the discussion we had leading up to it was pretty fucking solid also. But like, I feel these questions are, to your point, answered. Yeah, yeah. Um... So I guess the question that we haven't asked asked yet asked yet do you think we'll see more and more companies start to go indie like Bungie? Also, sorry, my brain's going 100 miles an hour right now. Apparently, I read this article. I saw this article um, and only partially read it because I was distracted by a really annoying kid. Um, she's almost two, y'all, so she's terrible. <laughs> um, I read an article that said that e or Activision dropped Bungie for the same reason Netflix dropped Daredevil. Which troubles me because Netflix dropped Daredevil not because they were being Disney children, not because Disney. They dropped Daredevil because not enough people watched it. That's that's why they that's why they haven't dropped Punisher. Punisher doesn't feel like a superhero. Punisher Punisher had a huge drop too, though. Yeah, Punisher. Punisher is a property that. Okay, so here's 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 my tin hat. I've got my aluminum foil hat on here, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Disney wants Deadpool in the Marvel movies, which is why we got Once Upon a Dead, Once Upon, uh, whatever that was, the PG thirteen version of Deadpool two, right? Which is hysterical, and if you haven't seen the Fred Savage scenes where they do it all Princess Bride style, hilarious. Anyway, my point being is, is Punisher is not something they could ever make PG thirteen because of the graphic nature of that. Daredevil. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist can all very easily be adapted into a PG-13 and expanded MCU, right? I Netflix dropped Daredevil on those shows because Disney said, "Not nah, we're not re-upping the contract licenses with you guys." And then they just said, "Now we're going to smite Disney." Um that's that's my that's my tin hat theory um on those that nobody's talking about. With that said, um the original question was yeah, but no bullshit. Bungie was tired of Activision. The final straw was the fact that Activision said they were disappointed in the sales of Bungie Two. Bungie shot uh-huh. back, and then Bungie said, "I guarantee you, Bungie sat all their employees down and said, hey guys, look, we're gonna do X, Y, and Z. If you guys didn't get bonuses this year, if we could not give you bumps and sal- bumps and salary this next year, would that be worth it to buy our independence from this tyrant?" And I would bet that all of the employees said, fuck yeah, let's do Yo, it. They saw the and writing then, on the wall. And did it. Yo, so so Bungie's leaders, the like seven founders, oops, sorry, the seven founders announced to the whole company that they were leaving. But the company had no fucking clue. Mm, I find that hard so, to believe. That's what Schreier reported. Okay. That they that they called in all hands and people were like, what's going on? And then they were like, we're no longer with Activision. And people were like, holy fuck yeah. So, maybe Activision was like cutting off dead weight. <laughs> I, I mean, I this anymore. Good for that. They got out of that fucking sinking ship, right? Like, I fucking. I mean, yeah, who knows? Like, awesome. I think we talked about like when more people go independent. Like, who the fuck knows? Like, I think we'll see more developers taking more control over their properties, um, and I think that we'll of course see more independent developers rise. I think that the tools to make games is uh, more accessible to more people. But I do think, like, if taking control of what you care about and what your intellectual property is makes you independent, yeah, fuck yeah. I'll double down on my answer. You're going to see more people doing that shit in the next year. Sure. So to bring bring everybody in real quick, because we're getting kind of close to time. We've gone over almost every week, um, and I'm... Anyway, uh, Eric, you were about to say something. Go ahead. I'm no, going to cut you off. Yeah, no, I was just going to say I, I completely agree with Bobby, and I think the, the, the going back, and I think this, you know, to steal Bobby's expression, might put a bow on it with where you're going, Caleb, is I think ultimately the ones, the, the giant publishers that will survive this are going to be able to adapt a model of the subscription free-to-play basis like Epic's done, like EA is now maybe proving they can do with Anthem, or not Anthem, with uh, Apex. Um, and they're going to allow their teams underneath of them the freedom that they deserve. They're not going to sit back and say, these are the timelines. They're not going to put these project managers in place that are beholden the studio heads to these ridiculous decisions. They're going to say, okay, guys, how, how are we going to get this together? What are we going to do? Now, there's going to have to be some flex on the developer side as well. They're not going to be able to just take advantage of the situation. But I think Respawn in that story is still a really good case study in, you know, Apex. I keep saying Anthem. Uh, Apex was um, Apex was developed in 18, I think it was 18 months, I remember reading somewhere. 
Um, Fuck, man. Respawn is just an outlier, dude. Yeah, like, no, you I, can't hold anybody to I, them. They're so good. I understand they're they're that good. They're a small, tight-knit team, and Vince Zampella is a, a visionary in the industry that can lead that type of team. I'm not saying there aren't going to be missteps or mistakes, but I think big publishers are going to look at Apex and say, oh, wow, if we let the people that are the boots on the ground, right, that actually know what they're doing... Um, do do their thing, we get gold every time. So maybe we you know, should just step back yeah. and let them do it and produce the shit that they want to produce. And then yeah. they'll be good. You know Respawn's three teams? That's crazy. They have a Star Wars team, a Titanfall team, and an Apex team. That's crazy. Which means a hundred people made fucking Apex. Which team's doing months. the VR? The, well, there's a there's a team of there's a team doing VR, and we don't know what they're working on. There's a team working on Star Wars, um, being led by Stig Osmussen, the guy who made God of War. So mm-hmm. looking great. And then there's the guys making Apex. Yep. So like, the Apex team was like a hundred ish people, and they made a game in eighteen months. That's fucking crushing. Um, so I wanted to ask everybody a question that wasn't in the initial questions um, <gasps> to bring everybody know right i'm such a bad person i didn't prepare to to kind of bring the conversation to a to a close bring it down to the ninth inning um and that is i want you guys to think of a game made by one of the big publishers that you were excited about that let you down and how they could bring you back so sarge i'm going to target you first because i've tried so hard to get you to like and to fucking buy battlefield 5 and you haven't what about battlefield 5 did you not like for the first part of the question it's basically Battlefield One. Interesting. And I don't. I don't like the fact that they decided to make another World War game so close to one already being out. I feel like with them, they should have. They need to bounce back and forth because you can't give us Battlefield Four, which is a great game, Ooh, it's still and then great. be like, "All right, Battlefield One. That, that's a great game as well." But then we're like, you know what? We're just going to make another Battlefield 1 and just put a different name on it. Instead of jumping back forward in time and giving both sides of it. Because, I don't know, I love playing with newer weapons. I love, you know, the level of all the attachments. And shit, yeah. yeah, everything that comes with it. And Battlefield 4, I put countless hours into that game on PC and on Xbox. And... I never I played the what ten hours that they give you for Battlefield Five and I didn't even finish the ten hours. Yeah, so you've already kind of answered it um, with wanting them to go back to present day. But what specifically do you want to see out of the next Battlefield offering that would restore faith for you? I mean, if they're going to go with wars, I mean, why not jump to? I mean, nobody likes that war, but like the War of Afghanistan, something like that. I mean, you're putting old where, yeah, like old, the first old school dates. Was. Yeah. What's that? That's where three and four kind of were. Right. If three took I mean, place in like Tehran <clears throat> and shit like that. that right. And I mean, I don't want to see them. Yeah. Tehran Highway or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tehran Overpass. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. I don't want to see them jump to the future like Call of Duty did because yeah. that's one of the ones that I hated. I didn't like that shit and I never played it. You don't think if, um, like a future battlefield that's like mixed with Battlefront would be fucking dope? Ooh. I, I mean, hover, maybe. Hover tanks. But like I don't want to jump from Battlefield Five to 
the yeah, Star Wars sure. battlefield, sure, like, shooting like lasers, that. and you, you want them to move in moderation. You don't want them right to keep because diving. because that's what they were doing. Like at yeah. one point, it, like Bad Company Two, they even threw Vietnam in that, and like I love that aspect of the game, but. To go old school to old school, it's like you can't just Damn do it, that. I mean, I feel like you got to keep everybody, you know, entertained with it, or don't put a new game out. Yeah. So you want you want like the level of customization that came about Battlefield Four, and the well, is it just customization or is it like gameplay <laughs> mode, like speed too? Because I felt like Battlefield Five is one of like the faster, more Call of Duty ass Battlefield games because of its like TTK and shit like that. Sorry, time to kill. How quick it is! How easy it is to kill people. Right. Well, yeah. I, I don't. I feel like Battlefield Four moved a lot faster than Battlefield One or Five. So, hmm. all right. I, I don't. It's just. It's just my opinion. I like the modern fighting more than I do the old school. All right, um, Eric. I'm going to skip you real quick because I'm going to pick on people I know have beefs with something, and I'm going to make them um, solve those beefs. So, Bobby. Yeah. My friend, you did not like Mass Effect Andromeda. I did not. How does Bioware save Mass Effect for you? Oh, hold on. Why didn't you like Andromeda? I mean, that's a really like I don't have the time to get into that right now. But I will say like some some. <laughs> that's that's post mortem episode two. Uh, We're gonna get into Mass Effect. I think that the the, the writing was sloppy in the story and how they handle it. Um, like I can like forgive some of the like bugs and like the broken ass game that they shipped when it came out. Like yeah, it was riddled with problems. They could patch some of it. Like. That's whatever. It still didn't help by any means. Um, I did not care for the fact that like they had some sorry ass excuses about like why you were seeing certain types of uh, creatures and life forms and not others. And like it, did, it just felt like a shell. Like it felt like an imitation of what Mass Effect was. It didn't have the spark. It didn't have the camaraderie. The teammates didn't interact in a way that was nearly as interesting as what the first trilogy was. I mean, there's yeah. a lot there. Um, okay, so what can they? What what? If they were going to make Andromeda 2, which they will, they're going to return to that well because there's so many stories they just kind of like unspooled and left there. Um, what do you need out of Andromeda 2? I mean, I th- I think that Mass Effect 2 is a, a really good indication of what they need to go back to as far as like narrative-driven storytelling with very unique and interesting characters that are in your party. Um, I like what they did with some of the combat in Andromeda and they, I really like the combat in Anthem a whole lot. Um, I think some of the traversal stuff that you got into in Andromeda, uh, I think also what you're seeing in Anthem, they could bring into that game. Uh, I I loved I loved running around the open world in Andromeda. Yeah, it was like good. Jump pack and all that the, shit. Was like that good. stuff worked well. It's just like the stuff between it was not great. Um, yep. I do like the idea of like you get to choose maybe a different species to be. I think that would be really cool. Ooh, non-human. Yeah, um, cool. You know, I just want to be Rex, man. Let me play as Rex and I'll be a happy... <laughs> er, not Rex. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> so, honestly, man, like, they've... I'm I'm really happy with what I'm seeing in Anthem. And yeah. as far as, like, yeah. me getting... Because, like, not only did, like, Mass Effect miss the boat, like, I did not like the late, latest Dragon Age game for them either. So, like, they had two... I hated Inquisition so much. They had two back-to-back strikes for me. And, like, honestly, like, there was... It's not fair for me to say like, oh, you had to fucking make a game that Bobby liked, or else you're done. Like, but I had a lot, of, a lot right on Anthem. The promise of what the game could be, the fact that they had two strikes, in my opinion, before this game. Like, I'm so happy to have a Bioware game that I like again because I really do cherish that studio. They've given me some of my yeah. my favorite memories with games. 
Absolutely. Um, now, Eric, we're going to transition to you, just because I don't know what game you specifically have beef with. What uh, what of the bigger publishers did you have an issue with? So, real quick, uh, shout out to friend of the show, N7 Celtic Lullaby, because he's convinced, and he's not playing Anthem, because he is 100% convinced that it ruined Mass Effect Andromeda. He is convinced... That they oh, my friend! All the resources off that game to go make Anthem great. Hold on, is he watching the show right now? <laughs> he's he's in. I don't know if he's lurking or not. He may just be lurking. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna share a link to the fucking chat of a YouTube video by a, a user named Racevic, which I shared this yep. video with Bobby, and I don't know if he watched it, but it's an hour long video that said it's called um, "Visiting Andromeda One Year Later." Um, and if you think that that fucking Anthem is the reason that that game fucking tanked. Oof. Watch it. Uh, that game tanked because uh, Bioware was in fucking complete disarray. I forgot about uh, that game. Or that yeah, that, yeah. There, that there, there was a lot. Yeah, Bioware a lot. was a huge mess. Um, that that video is an hour long and it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it is. Super uh, good. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, Eric, um, what game made by a big publisher hurt you? <laughs> Because I think both the, both Battlefield and Mass Effect hurt Ryan and um, Bobby, I, respectively. I, you know, I want to agree with Ryan on Battlefield. I think, and it didn't. It's not that it hurt me. I just, I was it's not what you wanted. It's not what I wanted. I, I wanted a return to form, and I wanted to go back to a modern. I wanted to go to a present day Battlefield, um, and uh, you know, because I, I was ready. I, I'm ready for you know the battle. The Call of Duties have gone so futuristic. I agree. Uh, and then Battlefield 1, while it was good and it was cool and it was fun, uh, you know, uh, uh, our friend Odin, who was on the episode a while ago about VR, um, you know, <coughs> I think brought up the point is yeah, there's something cool about hopping in an Abrams it, and Bobby. Uh, yeah, about modern shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And I, I'm, fa- I'm just, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of a game in recent years where I was just that disappointed that I will never go back to it. I think I'm not necessarily disappointed in games because I look at things from such an artistic and production value because I, I you know, I've, I've worked in a production field and I work, I've worked in video production and done, you know, worked for a video company for so long that I understand what it is of for artistic value and, you know, to put a, a production at any level together. Um, so I, I, I never try and slant a game on the fact like that. I've been disappointed in some franchises. Like I'm, I, I'm disappointed with Assassin's Creed that they continually go back and back and back. Um, I want them to finish that. Um, yeah, nothing. Nobody's really cut me deep. Um, yeah, I, I would like to Ooh, see. Some, fuck, I didn't. Oh, I'd yep, like to see. Some, I have my answer. Yeah, I'd like to see some people return to form. I'd like to see now that Anthem's you know about to come out. I'd like to see Splinter Casey. Cell. Yes, Splinter right. Cell. I'd like to see a Splinter Cell. I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see another Ghost Recon uh, that was more like the last one that came out on 360. Not that Wildlands was bad. I would like to see that multiplayer make a comeback. I think that was still the most solid multiplayer experience on the 360. Um, from a competitive. Oh, stand. for for Graw or for mm-hmm. yeah, Future yeah. Soldier. Uh, Future Soldier was the last one on 360. Yeah, Future Soldier. Um, okay. the, the third person kind of Navy SEALs, uh, SOCOM-esque, 
uh, gameplay. I think that had phenomenal gameplay to it. Um, yeah. I didn't play. I didn't play Future Soldier. Yeah, multiplayer. so that good. Interesting. Uh, so common. Yeah, another one. I, I don't think I'd like to see some things return to form. Not necessarily anybody's cut me deep enough where I would be angry. Yeah. Them. I, I, I would imagine, um, Smurf, as we get closer to E3, um, we will have our What Do We Want to See Show Up podcast, um, where we'll talk about all the games we miss, and, and I hope they come back. Um, to answer my own question real quick, um, I would have to say Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, and it's weird. I have a weird relationship with it because it's not because it's not a good game. Odyssey is a good game, but it's not fucking Assassin's Creed. Exactly, Eric. Um, Bobby and I have talked about this at length. Maybe we'll do a post-mortem on fucking Odyssey, too. Uh, Bobby, this podcast has some some fucking legs. Um, Mm -hmm. You guys should quit talking about it. Hey, I'm waiting. Bobby's transitioning to another workplace right now. I'm letting him get through that. And we have some plans, all right? Calm down. Mm. Um, My clothes can only get so (laughs) soft, guys. Before before he's just naked. <laughs> then he's in his softest clothes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, like Odyssey's a fun um, and good game. It's just not Assassin's Creed. Right. And so to answer the second half, for them to bring it back, I need, uh, I need the Brotherhood back. I need a guild of assassins fighting against the fucking entrenched guild of Templars. I need the names Assassins and Templars back. I need the clandestine trying to take over the world or trying to save the world action happening on a larger front and more forward than like, oh, there's some cult of Cosmos um, trying to control shit. Because like so far, the cult of Cosmos are bad people, but they don't look like they're trying to ruin the world. Maybe I'm not far enough in that game, but like... The Templars are trying to legitimately fuck shit up, and I felt good as Desmond and the Assassins trying to fight against it. Um, but what's up? Yeah, I just. Do you know what I said? I don't think I've ever shared this thought with you. I was, th- I was looking up Psy uh, the other day with my son as he was flipping through the games library on Xbox One. He's like, I want to play this game, and he pointed to one of the older Assassin's Creeds. Um, and I was like, no, not not yet. Um, and then somehow we were flipping around Netflix and 300 popped up in my mind, just bridged the two. And I was like, huh, you know what Assassin's Creed Odyssey looks like to me? It looks like somebody was sitting around a developer's meeting and they had just got done watching 300. And they said, you know what? <laughs> yep. Let's make this game. Let's make this a game. 300 the video game, but after and Leonidas, uh, you know, Leonidas' spawn. Uh, are the ones that mm. are uh, that are grown up, and they mag- and he magically had a sister. Uh, Leonidas is voiced by Adam Jensen, by mm-hmm. the way, from the Deus Ex games. Yep. And uh, sorry, buddy, I like Elias Tufexis a lot, but his voice is not grungy enough to be fucking no. Leonidas. Um, okay, so we're a little long in the tooth, but that's what Bounty Board's about. Um, I have one more question for you guys because I know we all like Ubisoft games. Why are they doing so well? Like, Sarge and I have played, we played a shit ton of For Honor, and then we stopped because the only fun mode was playing against each other, and you didn't get any experience for that. Right. They've since fixed, they've since fixed it, and it's got a pretty thriving community. Yep. Sarge and I also played the fuck out of Rainbow Six. He played way more than I did, but we played the fuck out of that game, and when it first came out, we were like, this kind of sucks. And then, like, within a year, we played it primarily for months. Right. Um and then Odyssey and Origins are both tremendous games, and like the Watch Dogs games, like Watch Dogs One was weak, 
ish, and then Watch Dogs Two was fucking great. How is Ubisoft doing this well, and then also winning fucking top hundred places to work? So hold on, what the- what is what do you mean? What paywall Smurf in what game? And then, then uh, you know, you guys go ahead and answer while Smurf's typing his. Oh, hold on, no, I know Smurf's answer. Fucking okay, so Apex is amazing because you can unlock a character. After 22 levels of leveling up, Rainbow Six, Sarge and I both have this beef too. You have to play for two. You have to games. You have to win. It's 40 hours of victories in Rainbow Six online to unlock a character. It's fucking absurd. But no, my the the, and that's what I thought he was going to say. But the beef I have with that is, I know he play. I know he plays League. (laughs) But League is League is. You don't have to play. 200 games to to actually unlock a character if and wait if you're good well get good son right jesus that's what i'm saying <laughs> I, I don't i don't buy that i, I was good at rainbow six but still you had Debatable. those you had those <laughs> um some of those games you get stuck with you're not a full party you know you're not with everybody that's good so you got to clutch every single game for you to win those 200 games and you're talking about 25,000 points to unlock one character on rainbow six when at most on league it was what like 8,000 and you could do that easily in i don't know Half a week playing. I doesn't doesn't league doesn't hours. league doesn't league also let you like test out yeah, characters yeah, they, and unlock? They do the free rotation. Yeah, um, yeah Rainbow Six is like fuck you, <laughs> pay me. <laughs> I, I right. thought they fixed. I could have sworn they fixed a bunch of that shit in year two. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Oh no, okay. dude! Nope. The characters are all Never still mind. the same price. All right. It sucks. Um, shout out to Panda in the chat for name dropping Rainbow Six Vegas too. That game is fucking amazing. Sarge and I played the shit out of it. Um, yep. Um, I think to answer the question really quickly, it would just be I think they're listening to the community. They're putting out interesting content to their yep. their titles, and they're not afraid to uh, test the waters and then go back to the drawing board and say we can do this better. Like they dunk on round two almost every time. That's because every game Dude, they release yeah. is a beta. Uh, yep. Fucking, I never know how to take that. It sounds like you're saying it was so much fucking spite. I'm not. Division Division One wasn't a beta. It just they learned. Uh, you're okay. Every um, single one of their sequels is so much better than the first game. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, why does Ubisoft dunk on game two? Why do they dunk they on game two so hard? They listen to feedback. Right, and that's where I'm going with it. That's why I'm saying like they they literally throw the games out, right? In mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed 1. Assassin's Creed 2 came out. Oh my god, it was so good. Uh, Division 2. Even the five minutes I played of that uh, demo uh, that was out the other weekend. Amazeballs! The controls felt so much better than they mm-hmm. did. Uh, so are we going to get a Rainbow Six Siege 2 anytime soon? Or are they going to keep exploiting this? They're going to do the, the Tiger Woods Battle Royale thing. They're just going to keep yeah, adding yeah. stuff to it. Um, I, <laughs> you I'm not. Idiot. I'm not spiteful <laughs> with Ubisoft for that. That model has worked for them, right? I, I, I don't want to take that as spiteful. I think, and I, I say beta like jokingly. Obviously, it's not a beta, but it is a. Whenever they release a new IP, they release it in such a way that there is, and it's 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 weird. You can go either side of the coin here. They they release it in such a way that it is, the bar is so low that you come into the sequel and it's going to be good no matter what. Uh, because your expectations are way down, 
or they release it in a fashion that they know, okay, cool, this is a new IP, we're going to invest limited resources in it here, we're willing to make these sacrifices and we're willing to take these hits in this area because we know that in the second revision we're going to get we're going to get improvement here and we're going to get buy-in and there's going to there's going to be good things here yeah i agree give me patriots yo i want, I want rainbow six patriots, patriots right. dude um, yeah if we get a rainbow six game and it's it's a story-based game i will shit yeah um basically ubisoft is holding all of my cards right I the th- next assassin's creed might be in japan i will die yeah we might get a new splinter cell that'll bring me I back will to fucking the, die that'll bring me back we to might the get another watchdogs this year i will fucking die and if rainbow six comes out with a story-based game like Ubisoft holds the keys to my heart. Right. Uh, And I think, to Bobby's point, that is why they're kicking ass. They listen to their community. Mm -hmm. They take the feedback um, wholeheartedly. um, (laughs) And they're willing to adapt. They're also... I just saw Bob Ross again. I'm sorry. Um, They're also... (laughs) They're also very, very... Best $20 I ever spent. (laughs) Wait. You paid for it? What? Oh, I bought it. Hey, it's forty dollars on say Amazon. That Fuck before. you. You told the you said you told the guy you needed it. I thought he just connected with you spiritually and gave it to you. You paid no. a man for it. No, I paid a man for how, it. How how much again? Twenty bucks. Okay, we're gonna leave that one to that. <laughs> hey, it's it's forty dollars on Amazon, so I'm I got to steal. You just said okay. <laughs> it's got fucking masking tape on it, and you gave it to twenty dollars. Oh, you pull that off and it makes a window on the painting. That's what Bob Ross did. (laughs) Dude, I'm I'm definitely going to cut this portion out, and it's going to be a new picture that he paints every single day. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, Uh, so Sarge, how does Ubisoft get you back? Because you stopped playing single player games. I mean, Division's probably going to bring me back. Oh, so. it's okay. Okay. Good call. Good call. How does Assassin's Creed get you back? Uh, Assassin's Creed 3.5. Bring back bring multiplayer. Bring Ezio back. Fuck. Yep. Ezio was a god. I want to see... Dude, first game was so fucking good. Second game, amazing. Yeah. Brotherhood, the fucking best Assassin's Dude, Creed. I played Brotherhood before I played Origins, and it did not let me down. I was like, but, oh, this game is still very fucking good. Like, the storyline behind all of those was so good, especially when you're a guy in modern times going into your mind to access, like, the old... I just, I loved them. <laughs> yeah, they were so good. I miss I miss Desmond beyond... I miss the whole Ezio Desmond thing so much. Yeah, the fact that he's going into these memories, and then in real life, he has to deal with people hunting him down to kill him. Like, holy <sighs> shit. Like So good. And and now they're not, and now you can be a fucking pirate and all this. Stuff. They went to pirates before ninjas. Ninjas are fucking assassins. It's what they do. <laughs> nope. nope, they weren't though. No, that's I'll, the problem. I don't give a shit. That's the problem. Technically, that's, ninjas that's, weren't. That, they they did I don't assassinate. I don't give a fuck. That was not their main task. Um, well, although to get, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up with this because we'll talk about this forever. Uh, sorry, Eric, I'm cutting you off. Fine. You're you're cut off at the bar. No, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey essentially establishes that you can change history now with the new animus mm-hmm. that they have. Yep. And so you can play Assassin's Creed in Japan now and be a ninja and change the history of ninjas if you wanted to. There's literally no reason for them not to make a fucking Assassin's Creed Japan game. Let's fucking get it. Yep. I, I mean, it's coming. It's got to be coming, right? Yep. 
It's gotta be. You and it's gonna be the guy. It, it's gonna be you, the guy you who made Black Flag thought of been here before fucking pirates. Yo, Black Flag was a dope ass mm-hmm. game. It was. Black Flag I don't. Was very well, I mean, it was. It was a good game, but I mean, you would still think a Japan game would be before fucking pirates. Yes, very much. I think. Um, I think the reason Assassin's they've been avoiding Creed, Sea of Thieves. I think they've been avoiding it for so long is because <laughs> Assassin's Creed. See, Thieves. Assassin's Creed. Thieves. <laughs> uh, Assassin's Creed Battle Royale. Let's go. Well, yep. Just, let's just I would play the, the fuck out of no, that. What in, I, a full, what in a I, full city with people? No, no, no. What I was in a, oh, Assassin's sorry. Creed Battle Royale in the style of Tokyo 42. Where you know who uh, nobody is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Yes, you're in a full city full of population right. and you can customize your character to look like whatever. Yep. And you have to find all your other targets. Matches would last three hours long. I'm 100% down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to devote your whole day to one game. <laughs> My wife's like, it's time for dinner. I'm like, it'll be cold. I'll be fine. Yep. Oh Feed me. I'm playing. Yeah, just like <laughs> a hand comes out of the corner of the fucking camera. Just like... throw that in a blender for me and just fucking sip it out of a straw. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um, Jesus. All right, let's wrap this up. <sighs> well, it's about that time, boys. We've been talking Blended for a minute. Blended beef tacos. <laughs> That's basically a, a jack-in-the-box taco already. Um, <laughs> Very much. <laughs> Blended did, beef did we tacos. Have a, did we have a Smurf fact this week? Oh my god, it's time for Smurf Facts. Smurf Facts? Our favorite show, where Smurf gives us facts. It's fact. Uh, Smurf, what's your fact? Why, fact, what's your Smurf? Smurf Smack Facts. While I have, while, I have a, while Smurf's getting his fact, I learned something new today. Peter Cullen did all of the original sound effects for the Predator movies. Yes, Predator. dude. He was the voice of the Predator. Yep. Crazy. You know, like, did not know that. Yep. That was him. Yep, Optimus Prime. And apparently, when he apparently when he did it, it was so quiet that the the producer was like losing his shit and getting pissed. Yeah, the director. Yeah, yeah. The director was, but the producer was like, "Come here and listen to this with headphones." And then he heard it, and he was like, "That's it. We're doing it. We're good. It. <laughs> Let's go." Yeah, amazing. Smurf, you've got like thirty seconds, my friend. We we put all of our faith in you. Pretty this fine. week, we talked about it several times in the chat. We were excited about Smurf facts. This is great audio. The human head may or may not weigh more than eight pounds. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> this fact is a fucking. And that mess. fact is brought to you by Casper. Uh. <laughs> Casper mattresses. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The human head may or may not weigh eight pounds. Oh fuck, boys! Well, it's time for bounties because. Uh, <laughs> yep, the human head may or may not weigh eight pounds. Uh, it's time for bounties, which is when we tell you, our devoted listeners and watchers, what we've read, watched, listened to, or played in the last week. Um, so yeah, Sarge, um, did you do anything but play Apex? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, okay, Eric, what did you? What are your bounties? I, I bought Bob Ross. I bought Bob Ross. <laughs> And, and when he says that, he means it in the most literal sense. He did nothing this week but play Apex. Zero yep. things. Yeah, you should go to Zero the bathroom things. soon because yeah, it'll, it'll start ha. to... It, you'll die. Um, let's see, what did I do this week? I... He says I haven't gone to the bathroom. He said nothing but Apex. <laughs> He's just sitting in it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I just realized Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, I played Apex. Um, I tried to play it on PC Tuesday night. It did not go well at all. Um, did you get murdered a lot? A lot. One kill in 20 games. Um, 
<sighs> and that, my heart. yeah, and that one kill came from somebody getting downed by another player, and then me just finishing it. Um, my Smurf says I was there. Yeah, it was not yeah, pretty. Smurf, Smurf, though, however, had an unbelievable three three piece with a Mozambique. Uh, it was, Bullshit. Nope. It Picture, was, pictures it, or it didn't happen. It's in the stream. Uh, go look at Tuesday night stream. It's there. Um, Mozambique but, uh, can eat a dick. I uh, I woke up Wednesday morning, and so my I've broken all but four of the bones in my left hand, which is why I don't really like playing uh, mouse and keyboard because my left hand it hurts uh, physically when I'm actually trying to manipulate the keys um, because of all the breakage. Of, oh, and it's okay. multiple times I've broken these bones. I thought you were saying you did that recently. No, 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 like, no, no, Jesus, no, no, no. What this did is, you do? This has just been over you know the 38 years I've been alive. Um, thirty-eight. Yeah, I'll be thirty-eight next month in like three years, or three you're three old. weeks. <laughs> in like three yeah, years, I'll be thirty-eight. Okay, so you're thirty-five. Skipping thirty-six and thirty-seven. I'm go. Uh, yeah, I'll be thirty-eight uh, in March. So uh, it'll be. I'm an old. I'm old, boys. Uh, the jawline. Yeah, the jawline doesn't show it, but uh, you know the knees are getting there. I can feel those going. Uh, <laughs> Thank God your jaw doesn't fail like your knees as you get yeah. older. Well, you, you don't. Like He'd be like a surprise Pikachu okay. the whole time. You don't sloppy jaw. <laughs> you don't. You don't run that. with your mouth. Thankfully, so he'd be like a surprised Pikachu <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> sure did. A surprised detective uh, Pikachu. Jeez. Oh, there's a new detective Pikachu trailer out today. Yep. Apparently, don't look at like a tongue in the eyes. That actually looks kind of good <laughs> what'd you say don't look at what look a tongue in the eyes don't look don't do it don't look into its soulless coal-like eyeballs and then <laughs> we're gonna wrap on tear. that guys i don't know how no, to follow, we have to ask, we have to to ask follow. don't look brownies. a tongue in the eyes <laughs> i have to i have to ask bobby his question uh, and i don't know bobby please answer your, your bounties uh, don't, don't talk about looking at lick of tongues in the eyes. uh apex and anthem so i've been playing and uh, I've finished Russian Doll on Netflix, and that show is fucking awesome. So you should Dope. check that out. Uh, and I haven't really read anything this week. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, I have been watching Punisher Season 2. Mm, chef's Kiss. Um, I have also been watching... Really? What? Chef's Kiss. Is season two What's Chef's wrong? Kiss? How far are you? Oh, I'm like three episodes. <laughs> okay, all right. Get get done. Oh, with it. thanks for ruining. No, 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 that. no, no. Now no, I'm I gonna look forward to it. No, no, no. I'm not. not I'm not. Good. I'm not saying it. It's, it was very good. I I have. I'm conflicted on. So I want. I want somebody to debate it with, uh, and I, I would like to do it on the podcast. But I need. You, we need you to finish. So I'm just gonna reserve any judgment. So. Ah. Okay. Okay. Um, I have been listening to that health album a lot. Still, because it's fucking great. And then I found out this week that Dead Mouse did the um, soundtrack for Polar on stream. Mads Mikkelsen movie. Um, uh, what he did that on stream, his Twitch stream. did what on stream? I think he did it on his Twitch stream. If I remember, he was working on something a while ago for a movie on his Twitch oh, stream. Oh, nice. Yep. Okay, yeah. So he, yeah, he was making uh, the soundtrack for Polar, yeah. that Netflix movie, Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like soundtracks. Um, it's nothing like a like a Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross soundtrack, but very few things are. Um, what have I been reading? I've been reading a lot of Jason Schreier because this week has been heavy Jason Schreier. Yep. Um, playing Apex. Um, I also started 
Far Cry, like I said, and I've been playing um, Thief of Thieves. It's a game on Game Pass that's a, a Skybound graphic novel mm-hmm. turned um, like Walking Dead style adventure game. Um, it's okay. Look pretty interesting. It's it's just okay. <laughs> um, it's got a lot of potential that I think it's missing, but uh, other than that, like it's got some really cool artistic takes on um, environments and shit that I really 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 like. Nice. Yeah, but that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up for the show, boys. We went a little over, like we always do. That's totally fine. I'm just gonna stop saying that the show is gonna be 90 minutes. I'm gonna start saying that it's gonna be 100 minutes because it's been like 100 ish minutes for the last like f- f- month and a half. Um, but uh, you can listen to the show. I posted on Mondays. This week was on Tuesday. Sorry, it was kind of a weird week um, with some stuff going on. Um, but I normally post it on Mondays by between 10 and 12. Um, and you can catch that on iTunes and Stitcher and a bunch of other podcatcher apps. We are going to work on making sure we know exactly where all those things are so we can make it easier for everybody. But if you want to catch it on the blog, you can go to nerdybits.com slash listen. If you want to read anything I've written, which I threw up a thing on Apex, and I'm going to throw up my thing on Red Dead here soon, um, you can go to nerdybits.com slash read. If you want to find out when Sarge and Hybrid Glass stream, you can go to nerdybits.com slash watch and see their streaming schedules posted there. We will start putting up videos that Bobby and I make as that happens there as well. Um, And is that all the links? That's all the links. That's it. You can find me on Twitter um, at LubWub. You can also find me on Xbox, PlayStation, Instagram, all with that same handle. Uh, Hybrid. Eric, where can people find you? Hybrid Glass. It's right on the desk. Everywhere. Um, And just to get it out there, I still have that blog post. I'm still writing it. Uh, I will have a blog post coming very soon. Oh, yeah. Eric's writing something. I think about a game he got early access to, so that'll be fun. Keep your ears peeled and your eyes open. Actually, it's not Um, at all. You're you're going to be kind of surprised when when you actually read through it. So. All right. I'm, I'm intrigued and very excited now. Yeah. Um, Sarge, where can people find you, my friend? Uh, Sarge and Sodium X- on Xbox and Twitter. Don't and Twitch. And, and, oh, <coughs> fuck, I forgot Bobby's full title. Big Bob... What, what, did, I, what did I call you last week? <coughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, the the soft post sommelier. Yeah, but it was like Big Bobby something. Big, big... Oh fuck! I don't know. Bobby the softpost Somalia. Uh, I am lumberjack smack across the board on gaming platforms, and the circle is shrinking on this little kid that has my gamer tags on his other ones, and I will have them soon. I will have them soon. So yeah, it's down to one. It's down to two squads. It's your squad and him. Yep, and uh, I got the I got the drop. I got the high ground. All right, you got a wingman. Got two of them. Oh my god! Three actually, of them. Actually, in the high ground, you just need a lightsaber. Oh, I meant what gun? Do you have the wingman gun? I got, I got three of those too. Oh, okay. <laughs> What'd you say about high ground? He said, I said I a said, lightsaber. All you need on the high ground is a lightsaber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't and don't try it. And mediocre aim because legs are very easy to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, Thanks for putting up with us being a little long in the tooth and uh, for always rambling and meandering as I'm doing right fucking now. Um, But we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Later. And watch. Peace.